Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411. Today, we're talking about Victor Cassidyne. You did not go back and watch the old, old, old videos? I didn't because... So, we'll give the quick... Well, it's all about him. <laughs> go ahead. But basically, Victor Cassidyne is a fictional character from ABC General Hospital. He's most notably known for being the brother of the late Mikos Cassidyne and the late Tony Cassidyne. Uh-huh. He was portrayed by Teo Pangelis. Mm-hmm. I think that's how we just pronounced it. Yes. In 1981 and 2014, and he was revealed to be alive on September 2nd, 2021, when Charles Shaughnessy took over the portrayal. In the research, I couldn't because it was all Ice Princess. And I was like, that's an entirely different storyline. So I did not go back and watch anything. Did yeah. you? I just went back for a minute. It wasn't even about Victor. It was introducing uh, Mikos. Okay. And so they were all there, but just those 80s hairstyles and outfits and it was like i remember tiffany being the reporter yes but before that she was, she was a actress but not in the high you know society movies or whatever and so one of the women that i have no idea who it was because at 1981 i was one years old I but she was teasing tiffany and was like oh yeah i'm sure that they just get your movies and watch them at home like it was alex heard of it you. was um edward quartermain's cousin alex alexandra ah okay yep. perfect yep. See, i didn't watch enough to let them put it all together but it was just really cute that they were harassing each other the way that you would to someone it seemed like you didn't like very much and those 80s outfits were wow so instead of using youtube i used a lot of curly q girls gh website oh. and i was reading the descriptions okay because when I first read it, so the first thing that we read about Victor Cassadine is that he first appeared in 1981 when he was helping his brothers, Mikos Cassadine and Anthony, Tony 
Cassidine in their attempt to take over the world. Together, they stole the infamous Ice Princess Diamond and used it to create a weather machine to freeze out Port Charles. Okay, we just have to remember that when we complain about... because No, I'm scared because the Ice Princess was in the 80s and then the Ice Princess was again yep. in 2014. Now we have Victor back. Are we seriously going to do this Ice Princess story again? Oh, maybe. But then Victor's girlfriend, actress Tiffany Hill, learned of his plans. She turned on him and helped Robert Scorpio, Luke, and Laura Spencer take him and his brothers down. And I just said that I could not get a lot of information on Victor in 81 because it seemed like his initial storyline was basically the Ice Princess. And it, it totally, I, no, it totally was because that was the snippet that I watched was uh, Mikos coming in. But Victor had called them all there to meet mm -hmm. Mikos. And so he was like, I can't wait for you to meet my brother. I know that he doesn't know you guys, but he trusted me to bring you here because I feel like we're all like-minded individuals and that you're going to have the same view of how the world can be as he did. And they were all like, huh, what? Like, what are, are you are talking about? Yeah. Like and that's exactly what it sounded like. And then he came, Mikos came out and was like, oh, hello, I... Even though I don't know you, I know you. And was like, Tiffany Hill, I've watched your movies. Yep. So and so this, blah, blah, blah. And so it, it did. It went right into, we're going to take over the world and freeze everyone with our ice princess craziness. Right. But as I was reading, it kept mentioning this Alex. And I was like, but who's Alex? Who's Alex? And then I did a little bit of digging and it's Alexandra, who is Edward's cousin, right? Yes. She was his cousin. Yep. But then we also used Soap Hub and SoapSheKnows.com and Soaps in Depth. And of course, our BFF. General Hospital fandom. <laughs> BFF, BRF, best resource forever. There you go. There. You're a BRF. I did read at some point he shot a monkey. Oh, poor I monkey. don't know why. That's not nice. But he shot a monkey. I'm going to assume that it was in one of their labs and was trying I'm to gonna do assume, something. I, I that's don't very sad. Know. Maybe he was trying to attack him. I don't know. Don't shoot monkeys. But then he went to prison and was not heard of again until he returned to Port Charles in 2014, despite having been reported as killed while in jail. I don't think I realized how he was supposed to have died back then. I knew I don't he think they had come back from the dead, but I don't know if they ever mentioned it. Because when he says to Robin who he is, she's like, who? Oh, yeah. I thought that you were dead already. Right. I think it was just report came from prison that Victor has died. Okay. Or Victor has been killed by I wondered if somebody. they had shown like when Alexis is in jail, you actually see her in jail. Right. Had they done any of that? Because I don't know. I I didn't get that impression, but I was glad to see that it wasn't just me. That was just the way they had written it. Yeah, I don't know. In 2014, Victor showed up at Robin Scorpio Drake's doorstep at the end of January and reveals to Robin that he is the new director of the WSB and was responsible for Liesl Obrecht's chief of staff position at General Hospital. That was cute. I watched that whenever he got there and she's like, what do you want with me? And he starts talking about the WSB and she's like, I'm not part of the WSB. Right. And he's like, no, I am. And she's like, exactly. How did that happen? Exactly. Like you're, you're a just bad guy. to freeze the world or Port Charles specifically, but now we're going to put you. Yeah. Yeah. And then he started talking about needing her to do all this other stuff. And she's like, are you WSB? Are you this other secret agency? Right. Don't tell me there's gray areas because this isn't making sense. Yep. So I I just liked her. Her hair was really long. Then it looked really pretty. It was. I yeah. liked all the storylines then with her. Anyway, um, 
Where did I stop? He goes on. There we go. He goes on to tell Robin that he would like her to bring back to life his sister-in-law, Helena Cassidyne, and nephew, Stavros Cassidyne, whose bodies were being preserved in the Cassidyne cryogenic lab. And she talked a lot about that, too. I did watch, like, a couple of the first videos, because she's like, well, yeah, when you have your own cryogenic facilities on your island or whatever but you know now that's just a lab like i don't know how you're doing this yes exactly and he says like, to what? her well you came back from the dead and she's like but i wasn't actually dead i know, <laughs> I know. it was really funny <laughs> it's like i didn't die um robin refuses to help him so to give her some incentive victor tells her that her friend jason morgan is still alive but also in a cryogenic state Stasis. stasis. I don't know why I can't read today. Cryogenic stasis. And if she helps Helena and Stavros, she can help Jason too. Unbeknownst to Robin, however, Jason had actually been switched with his identical twin brother, Andrew Kane. So it was Drew who Robin would be helping. And yet we now know that that is not the truth, that it was, in fact, Jason and the whole memory transfer, whatever. So the one thing that we did talk about previously is that a couple things that we've previously done is poor Charles 411. So we've already done and or Drew Kane mm -hmm. and we've already done the unfreezing of, or was it the unfreezing or was it the thawing of Stavros? Whatever it was, <laughs> we've already done some 411s about that. So go back and listen to those also because those will kind of, right. We're not filling, we're not going on that. Yeah. Again. Same reason yeah. why we didn't go into the ice princess. Although I've actually never watched that entire storyline. Have you? I was just raised where it was the dumb storyline in the 80s. Right. No, I didn't go. Okay. I mean, because again, it started in 81. So. Oh, yeah. I guess we couldn't we have watched couldn't have it gone live. Back. YouTube wasn't a thing back nope. then to go look at. So we're going to have to do the Ice Princess sometimes. Sometime. That is, again, something that would be wonderful if they just had a whole DVD set and you could watch right. it. Not even DVD. I'm like showing my age there, too. But you know what I mean. Yep. So. Um, Victor then goes to Windermere to catch up with his great nephew, Nicholas Cassadine. At Windermere, he meets Nicholas's girlfriend, Britt Westbourne, and it's revealed that Victor has a past with Britt's mother, Liesel. And Liesel, that's whenever Liesel was not nice. Nope. Because she was trying to blackmail Britt about the fact that Ben wasn't really Britt's and that she was going to tell if they wouldn't have her move into Windermere with them. And we talked about that during, we talked about, first of all, we did a 411 all about Brit, but we also did one about the babies being swapped with, yes. because Ben is actually Rocco and right. Maxie didn't have the surrogate of Dante and Lulu, but wound up having Georgie instead. And it all happened around the same time that Brit was actually carrying Ben, who's actually Rocco. So right. we talked about all of that <laughs> in a specific 411. Talk about confusing information he also meets nicholas's son spencer and gives him a cassadine family heirloom victor ran into heather weber who was passing herself off as one of nicholas's servants the next day victor met robin when she was alone and showed her proof that jason was alive spencer saw him at robin's and confronted him about it victor managed to convince spencer to keep quiet about what he saw and then went to the park with nicholas brit her son ben and spencer the family heirloom was one of those Fabergé eggs. Yep. And the reason that Spencer was at Robin's house is because he was leaving it for Emma. Yep. As we keep referring back to whenever Spencer yep. and Cameron were all about Emma, who is now younger than all of them. But that was how he heard the whole whatever. Yep. So while reading the paper, Victor recognized Heather and went to talk to Nicholas when he ran into Robin and she told him that she would help him so that she could help Jason. I didn't watch a ton of the Heather stuff. I saw her at the doorstep mm -hmm. and he said... 
well, you can take me in. And she was like, no, I'm a servant. I have to use the servant's entrance and like walked away real fast. So yep. I don't know exactly what she was trying to pull at that moment. I don't remember either, but man, we could go for hours on Heather Weber. Yep. She needs to come back. We need a good Heather Weber story. Mm-hmm. On Valentine's Day, Victor showed up at Liesl's place and she managed to convince him to get information for her on Cesar Faison's whereabouts. <laughs> Your husband did not hear you to see all that. He does not have like the super ear. No. Did you say Cesar? <laughs> Faison? Victor showed up at the hospital with the WSB file on Faison. He asked Liesl to come with him, but she refused, not wanting to leave her job and her daughter. Victor was disappointed, but he gave her the file anyway, and she gave him a kiss goodbye. Victor and Robin traveled to an unknown clinic in New York City. Robin demanded to see Jason, so Victor opened a room and allowed Robin to see the person who was frozen in cryogenic suspension. He returned on May 1st, 2014 with a message from for Patrick from Robin. The next day, he talked to Liesl and returned the embryo to Dante and Lulu. He had had the embryo. Yeah. Obviously not that Britt used because Britt had already had Ben, but the fact that they were looking for another one and that was i don't know why that had anything to do with anything though because what did he have against dante and lulu i don't think he had anything against them i think it was just the fact that it was the leftover one from when Britt was was trying yeah yeah Mm. so weird on august 7th it was revealed that victor was the one who put rafe kovich jr up to run it running patrick's car off the road which resulted in the death of patrick and sabrina santiago's son gabriel drake santiago that's just sad because rafe was a kid he was a kid and and we love Sabrina. That was so sad. And I like Rafe. Yes. And Rafe is who Molly dedicated love our main squeeze to. Yes. Look at all this coming full circle. And we just had a whole little mini dive about Sabrina mm-hmm. in last week's with Holly. Look at us. It just all goes together. It does. Without us. Even though planning. we say they change a lot, it still does. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that. On August 11th, Robin told Victor that she had a breakthrough. She wants to test the medicine on Stavros and Helena, but Victor had her restrained. And on August 12th, he injected the medicine into Jason. At first, it appeared Jason would die, but Robin managed to revive him. Victor then told Robin he didn't need her anymore and planned to tap into Jason's potential. He then had his goons take Robin away while he stayed with Jason. And he made her do it on Jason first because he didn't trust her. Right. But it wasn't going to kill Helena. And yep. Yeah. Kind of smart. Yes. Still messed up. Of course. On September 3rd, Victor was revealed to be working with Peter Harold Jr., a.k.a. Levi. Yep. Who we talked about mm-hmm. recently. Also, why did we talk? We seriously need to get an index going of why we talk about certain people. I think we were talking about him because Maxie, but the reason he was with Maxie was to steal the Aztec treasure. Correct. Because apparently his dad had had some kind of past Thing with, with Felicia. Felicia. Mm-hmm. So Peter Harrell, a.k.a. Levi. Victor knew that D- Detective Nathan West was around and lured him out of hiding by threatening to shoot Maxie Jones. And this is when they were not together, but we wanted them to be together because they yes. annoyed each other. And it was cute. Because Levi was such a jerk yeah. even before you knew what a jerk he was. Yep. He was so nasty to her and wanted her to change all her ways and was just not a nice person. And Nathan was so cute. So Nathan came out, but surrendered his gun and he was outnumbered by Victor and his men. Victor was ready to shoot Nathan when Nathan asked to know Victor's name. Once Nathan knew who Victor was, he realized he was connected to Nicholas and mentioned that Nicholas was engaged to his sister. Victor realized that Nathan was Liesl's son and asked if Cesar Faison was his father. Nathan said that he was raised by Liesl's sister, 
Madeline, mm-hmm. and Victor realized that Nathan couldn't be Cesar's since Liesel would never give up on would never give up Cesar's son. He asked Nathan if he knew who his father was, and Nathan said that he didn't. Victor decided not to shoot Nathan, presumably because he thinks he could be Nathan's father. Dun, dun, dun. So Nathan was almost a Cassidine. Yeah. I don't know. I might have liked that better. He'd still still be crazy, but that would have been Ooh, but then Faison probably would have intentionally killed him. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. On September 8th, Victor takes a blood sample from Nathan before looking, no, before locking him up with Maxie. As he sat in his office looking at the blood samples, he got a call from Liesel asking for help finding Nathan. Victor asked Liesel if Nathan is his son, which Liesel denies. Victor tells Liesel that if he finds out that she kept his son from him, there will be a reckoning for her. On September 9th, Victor gave his employee a sample of his blood and asked her to compare it to Nathan's. Peter came in and asked Victor when he can exact his revenge. That is not Peter. It's right. Levi Peter. Right. Victor told him that his revenge would have to wait and revealed that he had revived Starvos and planned to let him have Lulu. Oh, <laughs> that was so creepy. So creepy. let him have Lulu. Ugh. On September 12th, Stavros barges into Victor's office to vent about Lulu not wanting him. No kidding. Really? (laughs) Victor loses his patience with Stavros and tells him to go get some rest. (laughs) Is that kind of mean to tell someone who was just in a cryogenic state to go get... You You look tired. Go lay down. You're cranky. (laughs) After Stavros leaves, one of Victor's men tells him that Liesel is there to see him. Victor allows her to come into his office. Liesel demands to see Nathan, and Victor tells her to wait for the DNA test. Liesel tells Victor that Nathan is his son, and Victor wonders why Liesel didn't tell him. Liesel says it was because of Cesar. Victor rages that Liesel kept his son from him because of that imbecile. That would have been an excellent fight to see Victor and Cesar fighting. Yes. Liesel snaps at Victor and he grabs her in anger. Nathan bursts through the door and holds Victor at gunpoint. Nathan demands that Victor tell him what he did with Maxie or he would kill him. Victor calmly retorts that Nathan won't kill his father. I don't know why I said father. (laughs) Father. Because he's not British. He's Greek. There you go. Yeah. On September 15th, Nathan is stunned and in disbelief. It took him three days to be stunned and disbelief. Mm -hmm. Guess what? The Friday cliffhanger was that week. Right. (laughs) But Liesel says it is true. Victor wants to bond with Nathan, but is hurt when Nathan calls him a psycho. (laughs) Nathan tells Victor to prove he cares about him, and Victor tells him that he thinks Maxie is with Peter Harrell. After Nathan leaves, the DNA test arrives and says Nathan and Victor are not a match. Victor pulls a gun on Liesel in anger, and Anna bursts in with her gun raised. Liesel distracts Victor, and Anna shoots him in the hand. As Anna is arresting Victor, Liesel picks up the gun and points it at Anna. At the moment, she points points the gun at Victor and shoots him. Liesel was remorseful for shooting Victor, but said that she had to do it to protect her son. She didn't want anyone to know that Victor wasn't Nathan's father because the truth was far worse. Victor dies before setting off a self No. Yeah. No, he set the bomb off. It's a self-destructing bomb, but he still... Like, he set the timer. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, before he got to hit the button. And I'm like, no, he hit the button. It blew up. Victor dies before setting off a self destructing bomb in the clinic and we saw him die yeah like he died blood on the chest he's dead yeah but on august 31st 2021 liesel obrecht and scott baldwin were on a private plane heading to saint lucia for a medical conference the plane hit a bunch of turbulence before liesel noticed that the plane was turning around oxygen masks fell out and liesel wanted to help the pilot since she believed there was something wrong with him but scott wanted her to sit down and put on the oxygen mask 
They both put on their masks, but instead of breathing in oxygen, they were breathing in chloroform before they lost consciousness. Two men strapped a parachute onto Scott and tossed him out of the plane under the orders of their boss while Liesel was taken to an unknown location. On September 2nd, Liesel woke up in a room wearing blue silk pajamas. Love the detail we have here. Yes. She looked around and tried to open the door, but it was locked. The door was open. The door opened when a couple of men brought her some food and she seemed to be grateful before she picked up the knife and threatened to cut them like a mackerel. They took the knife from her and left the room before she turned around and saw the man who was holding her captive. She was stunned to see that her captor was not Peter August. It was Victor Cassidine, alive and well. Victor greeted her and quoted Mark Twain by saying, the reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Liesel didn't understand how Victor could be alive since he was in Crichton Clark when it blew up in 2014, but he reminded her that she had shot, but he reminded her that she had shot him. Liesel said she was thinking about her son and Victor said that he didn't understand how she thought killing him and choosing Faison was the lesser of two evils before he offered his condolences over Nathan's death in 2018. And that was the only day that we've seen him so far. Right. Yeah. We didn't get it at all this week. For two weeks. Yeah. So I don't know. Like what, what's the purpose? Where are we going? We don't know. Well, they're presenting it like he has her kidnapped because he's jealous that she's with Scott. So I think it's going to be another one of those twisted love setups where he's like, if you're with me, then I'll help you find Peter and kill him so that he leaves Maxie and all of her kids alone since James is Liesel's grandson. Okay. Because if not, I don't know. Please don't do another Ice Princess. Please do not do another Ice Princess storyline. No. So that's where I wanted to go. That makes sense. And Liesel breaks Scott's heart and we'll be sad for him and we'll see where it goes from there. Nice and simple. Yeah. I'm like, I really honestly have not put any thought into it just because I thought by the time we finally got to this 411 we were going oh, to have, yeah. have more scenes. Nope. So we don't have a clue. Watch and be on all this week. And then people are going to listen to this on the Thursday and be like, um, didn't they watch Monday through Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, guys, we recorded this ahead of time. Sorry. Exactly. But we can always update it. We're recording it. on September 19th. We will update it. We're going to have to. Amazing happens. But Absolutely. Yeah. But so that's where we are. Ice Princess in the 80s. Ice Princess in 2014. Aztec jewelry in 2014. Yeah, we don't need all that now. And... Yeah, we don't we don't need any of it. Hey, no, I don't have much to say. No, I'm gonna just see where they take us with it. I'm, yep. I I want to see what the whole point is because I thought we were finally gonna be done with the Cassadines for a little bit. It was just gonna be Nicholas. We didn't have to go back and bring up all these people from the dead. <sighs> Seriously, or give us some new ones. Yeah, right. Like, why couldn't he, he have a had, son? Thank you. That is avenging his father's death. I was just gonna say and going after Liesel and Scotty and being like, "You killed my dad. Now I want to kill you." Right. You know they had to have some illegitimate children sprinkled all over the place. If He's they like, don't look, know. Valentine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, maybe he is going to introduce us to more of the family like they work under him. So we get to okay. meet them. Maybe. And then he can wrap up whatever he's doing and go away again. And the new people will be part of our future storylines. Maybe. Okay. I'll accept that. Alrighty. <laughs> I know they listen well, to this that he's before they write to, it. I know. But he's also going to have to ha- be doing something with Spencer. Yeah. So. But maybe, there's going to have to be some kind of an interaction with Spencer. Maybe he will know who Esme really is. Ooh. And get to tell Spencer, look, you need to stay away from this shit. Yeah. She's crazy. Mm-hmm. Normal girls do not blow cars up or set them on fire, I mean. Either or. Right. <laughs> no matter how much they love you, they do not set cars on fire. Yeah. So. So that just reminded me of the Carrie Underwood song, Before He Cheats, mm-hmm. when she did all those things to his car. Mm-hmm. There's a... Uh, 
TikTok of that song from the dude's standpoint. Okay. And it's, he's surprising her with meeting his sister and like he just picked her up in the airport and his girlfriend is coming to meet them. And he's just so excited that he's finally going to be able to introduce his sister to his new girlfriend. And then that's what happens. Oh, wow. I thought that was so funny. But that's what I was just thinking of when you were talking about that. Because it's like, yeah. Oh, I thought it would be on the other side when that song came out was when there was a lot of not good stuff going on with me and my ex that wasn't my ex at the time, obviously. And he would say to me, I don't think they are crazy enough to do any of this, but I know that you wouldn't be dumb enough to write your name. And I right. was like, yeah, I don't know why she says she carves her name because no, you wouldn't do anything right. with handwriting that would identify you. Yeah. So, but I'm glad he knew I wasn't that level of going to go after him, even for all the stuff that he did. But yay. Yeah. <laughs> we love Carrie Underwood. We do. All right. So that has nothing to do with the castle lines, <laughs> but it just reminded me of how crazy song. is Esme. Is she going to start playing Carrie yeah. Underwood in the background? Yes. Okay. All right. So join us on Monday as we talk about this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there's something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.